Good Monday morning to you. Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. Moses, Jesus, and the Last Days. That's the series we are currently in right now. We're in the second message of that series entitled Moses Points to Jesus. And as we closed on Friday, we were looking in the Garden of Eden and how from that point God begins to reveal his plan and begins to unveil the pictures and promises that point to his son, the Messiah, the Lord Jesus. And we're going to continue looking at how Genesis and the Garden of Eden is a very important starting point. And Adam and Eve are very important individuals in this story as they are pointing to something greater than themselves, rather someone greater than themselves. Everything, when God finished it at the end of Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, God inspects it, looks at it, and he says, he says, it's very good. When the tabernacle was finished, Moses inspected it and said again that it was good. It was completed as it had to be in Exodus 39, verse 43. God in chapter 1 of Genesis, blesses. He blesses his creation. Chapter 2 and verse 3 says he's blessed it. 128, 122, Exodus 39, 43, it says that God and Moses blessed the tabernacle once it was finished. Remember, this is all about the garden being a temple and there's a pattern that's being repeated. God is dwelling with people. He's with them. It's been constructed. It's good. It's finished. It's been inspected to make sure everything's been done as it should be. And it is finished and completed just as they were told to construct it. Every single one of these have the spirit involved. Genesis 1-2 and the spirit of God is hovering over the face of the water. As the tabernacle is being constructed, the only way the tabernacle would have was constructed by Moses, by the men that built it, was God gave them his spirit to build it. He put his spirit upon them. We are told in Exodus 31 and in Exodus 35, he's vital to the whole creation and construction process. They both... Both include an account of this, a fall. We know what happens in Genesis chapter 3, right? Sin comes in, man falls. What happens to Israel? The base of Mount Sinai, when Moses comes down and delivers the law to them, they have fallen into idolatry. There is a fall that has taken place. There's parallels all the way through. Here's something very interesting. And again, this is, you're saying, what, where is us all going to Jesus? We're gonna, I'm going to show you. Already you see there's, God is giving a pattern here. Nothing is abstract in these. The reason why we don't see it is because we don't take the time, most of the time, like the Bereans to dig and to study. 
to know and to see these things. They are there. Holy Spirit wants to show us these things. They are there. We're not pulling rabbits out of a hat. It's intentionally there, but there's an intentionality to it that says, hey, study to show yourself approved unto God. Study because I'm there. You can't see it without the Spirit of God unveiling these things. We are told in the first chapters of Genesis that God walked in the garden, in the cool of the day, in the midst of the garden with Adam and Eve. That Hebrew word that's used for walked, the verb form of it is the exact same word that is used to describe God's activity in the tabernacle. Listen to what it says in Leviticus 26. It says this, God talks about them building the tabernacle. And Leviticus chapter 26, verse 12, or verse 11, I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul will not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God and you will be my people. It's the same word that's used in Genesis chapter 2 about God and, and 3, God walking in the midst of the garden. It's in the tabernacle and it's there in the creation. God stations cherubim at the entrance to the garden on the east side of it. When the tabernacle is constructed, there are curtains at the eastern entrance to the tabernacle, what are embroidered on those curtains? Cherubim to the entrance into his presence. The same ones that were pictured to garden, guarding the garden in the eastern entrance. Inside the Holy of Holies, there is a menorah, the seven candelabra, the seven menorahs that are there, that one made out of one piece of gold, seven of them, and they're made of, to look like a tree with buds and blooms and things on them. They're intended to be a replica of the tree of life that God placed in the garden with Adam and Eve. The metals that we read about in Genesis 2 that are found in the different rivers, Pishon and Tigris and all of those rivers, all those metals that are described, the gold, the onks, and all of those things, guess what? They are the same precious metals that are used to construct the tabernacle that God used to construct the tabernacle. And all of that's given in Genesis, Exodus, and Numbers. You start to see a pattern here? There's repeating things. God's pointing to something. He wants to get our attention. He's pointing to something. But here's the big thing, because Paul takes off with this when he gets into the book of Romans and this whole thing concerning creation and the pictures and the prophecies and the patterns that are there. He takes off with this concerning one man, Adam. And he begins to compare first Adam and the last Adam. 
Adam is told to do what over creation? Rule. What kind of a person rules? What rank? A king. Adam is the first king over creation. He is going to rule over it. He is to subdue the land. He is to subdue it and bring it under his authority. But the garden serving like a temple or tabernacle where God meets with man, Adam also in ministering and encountering to the Lord becomes a what? A priest. He is a priest unto the Lord, ministering to him, representing and bringing. He is a bearing the image of God, according to Genesis. And he is the first priest. He is a king. He is a ruler. And then we have this prophecy in Genesis chapter 3, the one we're all familiar with, because when God began to lay out the curses upon the serpent, he made a statement concerning the future. In verse 14, the Lord God said to the serpent, because you did this, cursed are you above all the cattle, livestock, and above every animal, the field on your belly you will go, and on the dust you will eat all the days of, love of your life. And I will put enmity, animosity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. Then there's this singular, he will crush your head and you will crush or bruise his heel. Wow, what a prophecy. And again, we know if you're a believer, this was pointing to the ultimate showdown at the cross between the Messiah and the evil one, our adversary. We'll continue talking about Jesus <laughs> And how the Torah points to him tomorrow, Lord willing. May the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be yours in fullest measure.